G'day, Murray Lindsay here. On this Keep On Moving uh, podcast, I'm chatting with Glenn Yogi Kendall, who is one of the original Outback Truckers, who, with his wife Amanda, run their own trucking business, of course, in Western Australia, and both of them are coming to the trucking industry show in Christchurch, so it's going to be nice to catch up. Originally, the interview was going to be five minutes, but there was so much in there, and he was such a great guy, uh, it ended up being about 20 minutes, even with a little coughing break in the middle. Anyway, here he is. This is uh, Glenn Yogi Kendall on the Keep On Moving podcast. Keep on moving. The official podcast of New Zealand Trucking Media. I've got Yogi on the line, or is it Glenn? What, what would you like me to call you today, mate? <laughs> mate. Well, we're mates, so call, call me mate. Call me, call me mate, call me Yogi, right? Because I look like a big bear and I understand that concept. But even every now and then, my mum calls me Yogi. But um, but yeah, Glenn, Glenn Kendall, Kendall Trucking and Co. is my proper name. And... Uh, yeah, but Yogi, Yogi will do it, mate. Mate, mate. So, so let's go way back. Um, so how did you become a truck driver, Glenn, Yogi? <laughs> uh, so I, 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 I sat next to my dad. You know, I just wanted, I wanted trucks. I wanted the life. I wanted everything to do with it. I, I loved, I loved the ideas of trucks and trucking and, and everything around it. And yeah, so I, I, I I diverted and I listened to my dad. My dad was a massive inspiration to me and I listened to my dad. He said, boy, 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 go get yourself a trade. You need a certificate. You've got to get a ticket. So I, I'm, so that's where I got the name Yogi. So I'm, I'm a tree faller, tree lopper, worked in the forestry industry for about three or so years. Um, yeah, driving machinery and dozers and wheel loaders and excavators and pulling big, big uh, hardwood trees and in the eastern states of Victoria. And then, so I, I look like a big bear because I can grow a beard in two days and I was always smiling, so they called me Yogi. So that, that stuck. And then and then the itch to go trucking, I just turned 21 and I started trucking. 21 you got into into trucking. Okay, so um, yeah. what what was your first gig? You were working for someone? Yeah, I was working for, so I was carting uh, roof trusses and wall frames. For, for for houses and and stuff like that from uh, of uh, northeast Victoria down into into Melbourne and a little bit into Sydney and then uh, for a, a good company called Green Freight and really nice people at the time big company but good company and um, good start they put me on like I said they put me on I was just twenty one when they put me on and it was a massive step for them and uh, and and I got an opportunity and uh, and I took the opportunity but so, yeah, yeah so so was that unusual for someone driving at 21 in those days yeah and and considering I only got my license on the uh, got my license on the Friday so I got my truck license on the Friday I had a job interview on the Monday and I started the following Monday so yeah so green green complete greenhorn you know, like no ideas to what we're going to do or how we're going to do it. But I, I had the confidence that I could do it and also had the industry 
backing and, and a bit of uh, a few bits and pieces like you know, the machinery driving and, the, and, the, and working in the bush. And, and I've loaded trucks and I've been around trucks all my life. It's all I've, it's all I've ever known. So I had, I had sort of that up my sleeve, so I kind of worked out all right. Um, yeah, well, I did work out all right. So yeah, here I am still doing it at 46. So, so who who was that first boss? Who was the one that could see that you had um, what it takes? Ah, uh, and he's still a mate of mine. Yeah, bloke called bloke called Dale. He, uh, yeah, he's still a mate of mine. He's changed jobs and gone out on his own and done a few things in his life and wandered around. But we're still mates after twenty five years. And uh, yeah, he, he gave me a start, and I had an interview with him, and then. Yeah, I was at, I was at a, a company called Green Freight, which is a big company in uh, on the east coast of Australia. So, so you're from the east coast, right? But ha- correct. How did you end yeah. up on the other side of the universe? Oh, that's a long and complicated story, but we can put it down to the power of love. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and of which that love didn't quite go to plan. So then I met Amanda and. Uh, and I moved in with Amanda, and now I'm married to Amanda, and she's coming to she's coming over to Christchurch as well for TNC. So that'll be fantastic. So myself and Amanda will be at the truck show, and uh, and Amanda's a fairly big part of Kendall Trucking for what she does behind the scenes and and everything that goes with it. So it's um yeah it's uh yeah, it's a good thing, but it's a good thing. Let's just wheel it back a wee bit. So you start. <laughs> Okay, well, we don't want the full love story at this point, Yogi. Um, so, so you're driving at 21. How long did you stick with that company for, and how long were you on the eastern eastern seaboards for? 21. I was there for about three years or so, um, and then the itch was always to go interstate. You know, so I was doing a changeover a bit on a Friday night for Green Freight and a few other bits and pieces, but the itch was there. So at 24, I got to start with a really good company where I was in Wangaratta, northeast Victoria. Um, and he sort of said to me at 24, like, oh, you got to be 25 for insurance. Insurance is going to kill me. And I said, oh, mate, I'm keen. And he could see that I was keen and I had the runs on the board as to what I was doing. And he said, look, don't crash. <laughs> was all he said to me, don't crash. And he said, don't do anything dumb and don't crash. So... So I got a job uh, carting for Jimmy Campbell, Cam Trans, an iconic Victorian operator, and he had a handful of trucks, and I, and I appreciate every minute of the day working with Jimmy, and then that become, at 24, I become full-time interstate, so, so I was all over Australia, away for 270 nights a year, you know, carting oversized to Tasmania and to North Queensland and to SA and anywhere, but, you know, so it was a good gig. Um, but at the time, like I said, the, the partner I had was struggling. She'd done uni five years. She wanted to go around the world. I probably wanted to get off interstate. So we went to Western Australia to see if we could live together and work together, and it turns out we couldn't. So I, I come over to the West, help a mate, mate out, drive a bit of road trains. Road trains are, you know, a lot of, lot, lot of lot, like a lot of Kiwis, you know, they want to go west to drive some big trucks, and there's no different to us Eastern States operators. You want to go west to drive a big truck, and, and I did, and... Um, yeah, and, and then it just didn't work out in that relationship. And, you know, I've had me ups and downs. And, and then I met Amanda and, and we started from there. I think the million-dollar question is, you got the gig at 24. Did you have an accident? Did you do anything silly no. before 25? No, no I, I'm not going to confirm or deny you, Ron, that I didn't do anything stupid, but I didn't have an accident. <laughs> so, yeah, like we're, uh, we, we were, you know, it was a different era. So I'm 46. 
now. So I was a different era in trucking there, you know, and working and, and like, and at that point in time, by the time I was 25, 26, I got a late model Kenworth in 99. <coughs> Excuse me, I got a late model Kenworth in 99, which was a, an Aerodyne, you know, and, and they were a big truck in then. They were a big truck, and I got that at 25, and I made top of the pop, absolute top of the pop. Okay, so um, we fell in love um, with someone. Sorry, sorry you're right. Well, that's all right, mate. Yeah. You're not dying on me there, are you? No, no, because I've got shows to go to. We've got things on at this point in time, so well, yeah. We'll get we'll get on to that. So there you are. There you are in Western Australia. Tell you, yeah. tell us how that that the, the Kendall trucking business emerged. Yeah, so that was. Again, I'll talk a little bit about Amanda, but that was back on Amanda. Like, I, so I'd been, uh, I, I met her and we moved down to back down to the country where she was from. Um, <coughs> oh, I've got to get that out right. We're okay now. I think I'm, I'm trying to look for a drink of water in the car here, but there's nothing in the car here. Oh, man, why is there never a drink of water when you need a drink of water? Anyway, right, we should drive. So, yeah, right, back to Amanda and the business and what we did. So, so I was working for a uh, working for a company out of Perth and going pretty hard running the northwest and trains and triples and all points in between. And then I uh, got a job um, uh, with a local tractor dealer where we are. So I, then I become the transport manager for them, and uh, I was sort of doing 70, 60, 70 hours a week with them and living a pretty good life and on a pretty good wicket there. And life was ticking along quite nicely and. Um, and Amanda sort of said, why don't you branch out and do this for yourself? I'm like, nah, man, there's no money in trucks. It's never going to happen, you know, and we'll leave it at that. And then, uh, yeah, then the more I thought about it and the more she pushed me to do it and she's from down there and she's got a good family support down there, and really big family down there of retired farmers now. And so we're talking, you know, 10, 11 years ago when we set the business up. Um, and then, so, yeah, we just... I took an opportunity to live in a country town, to work in a country town, but to offer a, a secondary <coughs> secondary truck. <coughs> to offer a secondary truck to um, to the tractor dealers in town. So, yeah, we, we managed to set up a business from scratch, and then far out. Is there anywhere you can go and grab a glass of water, mate? Oh, I'm sitting. I'm, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm sitting. I'm sitting here in the middle of nowhere. Like, oh, God, yeah, in, in the car, like yeah. Can't believe. That... <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, man. That's all right, mate. Sorry, mate. No, no, no. Oh, no, I... man. Isn't it worse? Nothing worse than that. You're in the radio and you understand that you know when you cough, it's no good for anybody. So yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you just sound like a human being, mate. That's fine. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, um, shall we move at this point on to, so, so how did your relationship come about with the Outback Truckers group? Well, I mean the TV. Yeah, in the TV. So we were, we were recommended for the show. Um, what we were doing at the time was of interest, you know, to, like, I guess, I guess two Outback Truckers and what they were doing, they were very, very used. On the scenes, we started at season two. Season one was a very short season, not much to it at all. Um, and season one, we come on, and it was it was a bit of a it was a bit of a hard decision to to go on the TV. Like we were recommended for the show, and you kind of think, yeah, this is not too bad. And 
but we'd only just um, just started out. We'd only just started the business. So I was fresh into the business. I was trying to get work. I was trying to make, you know, make it, make that business in town. So it's a big call and a big decision to sort of go, right, eh? all right, well, let's do that. Let's make it happen and, and, and then go on national TV. So we did it. <laughs> Amanda wasn't ever for it. It wasn't her cup of tea. But anyway, she did it as well. And, and um, yeah, and we survived and, yeah, just built the business through social media and through, you know, we're lucky with Outback Truckers and also we built a strong local business, carting machinery and, and, and getting the job done, you know. Can I ask you a personal question? You don't have to answer this. Do you actually get paid? Do you Am get... I still alive? <laughs> You're still alive. Uh, <laughs> mate, 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 that's fine. Yeah, um, I'm right. <laughs> do, do you guys get paid to do that? Or is it is it just something you do for publicity? Yeah, something we do for publicity. I can't believe that you don't get any, any dosh from that... that because they must make a fortune out of selling that stuff around the world. Oh no, they they don't. Funny enough, um, and it's it's a really it's a really it's a big question, and it's a really awkward question to tackle as to what you how you you see yourself. So I thought I was worth money when I come back on season two and season three, right? Yeah. Uh, season three, <laughs> and then it turns out there was no money offered. You know. So the, the, the idea of Outback Truck is, is observational documentary. So we, we wrestle, I wrestled with this one off because, like I said, 10 years ago, we started the business. So 10 years ago, I'm 36 and, you know, thinking I'm top of the pops and know everything, you know, as you do. And you get older and you figure out you don't know everything and you learn every day. So that's a whole nother, whole no. nother podcast sort of story chat on the radio. You know? No, but um, we, we expect that because you're Australian, mate. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I'm in here on the other island at the moment, so yeah, no, it's all good. So yeah, yeah. Um, so they don't own it, right? So they don't own. So yes, there's dramas on the TV. Yes, there's things that happen. Yes, there's things that go wrong. But we don't have to have anything go wrong. We want a clean run. We want to get in and out, and we want a job done right. You know, mm. but there's no. Um, there's no, oh, there's, there's no being told what to do, which which on some reality TV shows, yeah, I guess, is what they get told what to do. And, uh, yeah, and we don't have any of that at all. So you are, you, are you bringing Amanda across to New Zealand? <laughs> yep, bringing Amanda across to Christchurch. So Amanda is, um, yeah, a massive part of the business and, and uh, and how the business runs, and she's uh, great to talk to because Amanda is a true Western Australian girl. So she grew up in country Western Australia, grew up in a rural town and a rural community, and um, and all points in between. So Amanda is the quiet one in the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so I reckon we all know that relationship that there's people that are out there, and that there's people that are not out there. And uh, and I've got my lovely wife who's going to be attending there with us, and she'll be working working the stand at the uh, New Zealand Trucking Association with with me and floating around there and uh, just making sure the business is running right and a few bits and pieces. And that's what she's doing this week. She's making sure the business is running right and 
and a couple of bits and pieces going on because I'm uh, I'm on a big bird tomorrow. So, yeah. Oh mate, we we really we're really looking forward to to catching up with you uh, in Christchurch oh. in a couple of weeks. Um, d- d- you talk about being on a big bird. Perhaps we should say you're about to fly out tomorrow morning. Where are you off to? Just just quickly tell us what's going on. There. <laughs> So tomorrow I'm flying to Accelerate, which is the Women in Trucking Conference in Dallas, Texas. So yeah, <laughs> and 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 so massive event, what three day event and and an and a industry based event that I'll get to attend, and also I think I've got a little spot there to speak. I'm sort of hoping it's going to play out well, um, but I've got a nice little speaking spot there. I think and and from there with Next Journey. Brand ambassador for Next Journey Travel Bag, fantastic bag and uh, sensational sort of product, and uh, and we're heading over with that. And last week I filmed a documentary for Japanese TV. <laughs> so yeah. So the, the, basically, the fame's come from the Outback Truckers, though, right? Yeah. So the fame, so the fame has come from Outback Truckers, and then social media. Yeah. And then. You know, I built. I've always been an advocate for the industry. Like my, I'm third generation in trucks. I love the industry. I've got a genuine passion for trucks. I, I would have done this without the TV. You know, the, the like the social media world and all the stuff that goes with it. I would have built a business from that without the TV. Because I love it. I love everything about the industry and big and small. We love them all with trucks. I. I I, I just love everything that goes on and happens and where freight moves and logistically and everything that goes with it. So I would have, so I built the social media. So we got our back truckers, we built the social media and everything else just sort of flowed from there. So it's, um, yeah, it's been, it's been an up and down ride. It's been a full on sort of, you know, a few years, but, uh, but geez, we've, we've enjoyed every minute of it. I don't know that. That's great, mate. As I say, I really look forward to catching up with you um, at, at the big event in a, a couple of weeks. You, you have safe travels uh, in the next twenty four yeah. hours, and um, yeah, no, no, this this has been this has been fun. I'm gonna oh. put, I'm gonna put this whole interview on the radio because yeah, I, yeah, go for uh, it. Yeah, <laughs> no, like you, you can never pick when you're gonna have a little coffin fit, and we get it, but. Also, if I can just slide it in there, because we get a lot of questions about merch. We've yep. got we've got hoodies and t-shirts and stuff like that sitting at in New Zealand, which has been sitting there since March 2020 when we were going to the TMC truck show that we never got to because the world coughed and sneezed and it all turned badly. But there's a, there's, we've got some Jake Break Friday merch and, and Kendall Trucking merch there, so yeah, come and see us down there. We'll be working for the New Zealand Trucking Association and. Uh, and uh, and hopefully having a chat on the radio before then or on there on the day, eh? We'll be chatting away. So, I look yeah. I look forward to seeing myself in one of those Kendall trucking t shirts. Actually, I look I look very I look nice. You look you, you look like a good looking bloke. So I look forward to seeing it as well. Well, so, you haven't yeah. seen me yet, mate. This is the wonderful thing about phone call. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm outlined to the fact that I'm a big bear looking bloke, and uh, you know. But I think I think you've got the smooth voice. I think you've got the good looks to be a Kendall trucking model. There's no doubt. Well, about that's right. So, well, yeah. it's it's been fun having you. Part of uh, tra- tra- trucking radio briefly, mate. And uh, th- no th- thank you again for your time. Appreciate it. Oh, good on you, mate. Thanks, man. Keep on moving. The official podcast of New Zealand Trucking Media.